Hello, friends and family. Welcome back to the show. First, some good news. The organization we're highlighting this week is called Recycled Fish. They're an organization focused on sustainability. Specifically, they hone in on fishing, but they're all about stewardship on and off the water. They have a number of different programs. They're trying to spread their message of sustainability across North America. I think that's such an important thing. Anything that is protecting our environment, trying to reverse some of the damage that's been done to our environment, anything that brings more attention and awareness to how we can live more harmoniously with our environment is an important thing. You can check out their website, recycledfish.org, see the programs they have going on, and learn a little bit more about how to enjoy the environment, be a part of it, but do so in a sustainable way. This is Family Time 94, and we're talking about problem solving. For our social-emotional learning competencies, we're back to responsible decision-making. And problem solving is a big part of that. We're going to focus on some blue sky brainstorming. That's not my term. It's a known way of coming up with ideas. And blue sky brainstorming is basically where we're throwing any ideas out on the table. Nothing is a bad idea in this initial brainstorming phase. I'm going to have my students select an issue of some kind, either something from their personal lives or a larger societal issue. And I want them to just spitball ideas at possible solutions, possible ways to address this problem without any restraints. A lot of times we get older and we don't give ourselves the freedom to do that. We undercut ourselves. We think, well, this idea is dumb or I'm going to look dumb if I say this or it's just not going to work. It's not very practical. Some of the best ideas aren't very practical. And the blue sky brainstorming basically eliminates that. It takes us back to that stage we were in in childhood where we're just going to come up with ideas. We're going to troubleshoot. I love watching children figure out problems because when they're initially learning something, they're just feeling it out. They're trying something, it doesn't work, so they try something else. That doesn't work, they try something else. And it's great. It's a beautiful, creative process. It's a really wonderful way to think through problems and to gain experience. As long as we can keep that childlike headspace, that beginner's mind, and not be frustrated when things don't go well. There's time for judging our initial ideas 
down the road where we can say, okay, well, is this practical? Do we have the resources to pull this off? What might be some of the pushback? What might be some of the obstacles associated with this course of action? But we don't need to be in that mind space right away. The first thing to do is just start hammering out ideas. Is this a solution? Is this a solution? Is this a solution? And I want to get my students into that mindset. I see it all the time. I teach visual arts primarily where students will, I want to create this picture. It's not looking the way that I want. I'm, I'm trying to create this project. I don't know how to put this together. It's a lot of problem solving. It's one of the things that I love about working in the visual arts. And there's a lot of times where we're just, well, let's try this. See if it works. Oh, no, that's not exactly what we're going for. Let's scrap that. Let's try something else. Or maybe we can try to save this. It's that feeling it out. If we practice that, we get better at it. Because we gain experience. It's that troubadour style of learning anything. Then we're able to say, oh, I can, I can draw on this past experience where I remembered I tried this and this and this, and it didn't really work. I knew this worked better, so now I'm going to start there. That's going to be my beginning point, and then I can jump off of that. And we're also going to talk about considering the perspectives of others while we're problem-solving. Because that is a, a very real consideration, especially as we are older and we're not children trying to just learn things for ourselves. We have to consider if I'm part of a team, I'm part of a group, I'm part of a, just a friendship group, I'm part of a family. How do I make decisions? How do I problem solve and still be respectful and mindful of the other people who are going to be affected by my decisions? That can be tricky. I remember, this was years ago, at a teacher in-service, we did one of those personality assessment things. It was a pretty good activity. There's a lot of these different things where you answer questions or do activities, and then it assigns you a color, or it assigns you a personality type that's a name, whatever it is. And I remember this was broken down by directions. It was north, south, east, west. I don't remember what all four of the directions meant. And it was kind of a leadership style sort of thing. And I remember that I was assigned as a north. And there, I'm sure there was a lot of other details, but what I really took away from it was people who are north tended to be pretty headstrong dive in, maybe did fairly well at that blue sky brainstorming side of things where it's like, well, here's, we had a problem. Here's a solution here. Here's a solution. Here's a solution. Let's try it. Let's try A. That doesn't work. Cross it off. Then go to B, cross that off. And I have found through my experience working in a lot of different capacities and filling a lot of different leadership roles, not everybody operates that way. And I thought that was 
an interesting takeaway when we looked at that, that if I was being honest, looking myself in the mirror, assessing my own leadership style, that like, oh, okay, I can be that way. And that can be challenging for other people. If I'm like, oh, here's a problem. Let's just hammer a solution. Boom, let's go. I'm kind of a action. We're going to solve this problem through action. We're not going to solve it through overthinking it. But not everybody is that way. Some people really want to take time to think through their options, to process the situation. Some people really want to make sure they're getting the feelings, the input from the other people in the group. And those are important things. That was something that did take me a little bit of time to realize and appreciate that that not only were other people's approaches valid, they were valuable. They were bringing something to the table that I maybe wasn't initially. And I've seen that even in my personal relationships where it's, okay, here's a problem, boom, let's attack it. Not everybody wants to approach it that way, and that is not always the best approach. And what is the best approach is pretty subjective, but it's certainly not the right approach for everyone. And it's really good when I'm on a team to have other people on that team who want to make sure everyone else feels good about it and that want to pump the brakes a little bit, pull back and, and decide if it's really the most feasible or the most utilitarian sort of decision. And I've come to appreciate that a great deal. But that's what I want us thinking about this week. I want to spend a little time just brainstorming, just focusing on some issues. This is good practice. This is life. Life is full of complications and obstacles and problems And we have to decide what we're going to do. And we're not. More often than not, we don't know the right decision as we're making it. We have to check in with our beliefs, our values. We have to decide what we stand for, what we care about. And then we have to make a decision. And we have to live with the consequences, good, bad. Then we have to make another decision. That's how life goes. And especially as we, as we get older and we have more decisions and we face more obstacles, that's just part of the gig. So we're going to spend a little time practicing that this week. Until next time, have a great week. Much love. My blog post this week is Thursday. Basically, I was thinking about songs. I was thinking about songs that discuss days of the week. And I was struggling to come up with many songs that focus on Thursday. 
I was thinking like, okay, Monday, Monday's pretty well covered. There's John Prine has a long Monday. That's a favorite song of mine. The Bengals had the famous Manic Monday. Carpenters had rainy days and Mondays. The Mamas and the Papas had Monday, Monday. There's, there's a lot of songs about Monday. Tuesday, I was thinking, I wasn't really able to come up with a lot of songs about Tuesday, but I thought of Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone. Then I did a little research and I found that there were quite a few other Tuesday songs by notable artists. Wednesday really didn't have a lot of other songs. I wasn't coming up with a lot of Wednesday songs. But I thought, Wednesday's kind of doing okay for itself. We call Wednesday hump day and people kind of celebrate Wednesday as if reaching the middle of the week is some sort of accomplishment. I thought, well, Friday, Friday's definitely doing just fine. (laughs) There's a few songs about Friday, maybe not as many classic songs, but about 10 years ago, there was that viral Friday song by Rebecca Black and Katy Perry did Last Friday Night. And there's a lot of other songs that reference Friday, even if they don't have Friday in the title. The weekend really gets going. There's Chicago Saturday in the Park. Hal Ketchum has Small Town Saturday Night. Leonard Skinner's back in the weekday shuffle with Saturday Night Special. And of course, Elton John has Saturday Night's All Right. Bunch of songs about Sunday too. Some of them are a little melancholy or bittersweet, but the Monkees had a Pleasant Valley Sunday. You too had Sunday Bloody Sunday. Etta James had a Sunday Kind of Love. And Chris Christopherson had Sunday Morning Coming Down, which for me, is maybe the best song ever written about a day of the week. So I just got thinking. I was like, I don't feel like there's a lot of songs about Thursday. As I did a little looking around and a little deep diving, I did find some great songs about Thursday by some of my very favorite artists. Towns Van Zant had Like a Summer Thursday. David Bowie had Thursday's Child. And Run the Jewels has Thursday in the Danger Room. Those are three of my all-time favorite musicians, musical groups. And I was like, well, maybe... Maybe that's why I think there should be some more songs about Thursday, because the few that are kind of out there are by people I really like. But I was really thinking, we treat a lot of life like a Thursday. Because we have a, a different feel for every day of the week. Monday's kind of this dreaded thing we're starting the work week up again we've got the long slog in front of us tuesday is getting into the rhythm of the week we've made it through monday we're in the daily inertia that tends to carry us through our 
mundane existence. Wednesday gets this half-hearted mini-celebration because it's the middle of the week. It's, it's halfway between Monday and Friday. Friday is like the, the point of relief. People are, oh, it's, at least it's Friday. Maybe things aren't going well, but at least it's Friday. There's this light at the end of the tunnel. And then we, we live for Saturday. It's like we're, we're looking for that day off where we can do what we want to do. Then Sunday gets back to this bittersweet sort of, okay, we still got a little time, but now I'm, I'm looking ahead to that dreaded Monday again. I'm not working right now, but it's, it's coming. Then Thursday's... Lost in the shuffle. Thursday really gets relegated to being the precursor to Friday. It's just sort of there. And I think sometimes that's where we're existing. And the way we view the week is a pretty good example of that. That so many of us are dreading parts of the week going through monotonous work schedules or being overly busy and tired. And there's really a sadness to that, so far as I'm concerned, that so much of our lives is spent looking ahead to some other day, to some other time. And I'm using sort of the traditional work week I know not everyone works in that structure, that format. But in general, we we look ahead to things. We look ahead to the weekend, to a holiday. We look ahead to some supposed better time, and then we dread when we have to start it over again. And I think... It's important that we learn to find a little joy and a little hope and a little love in every single day. Understanding we won't be thrilled by every moment of our existence, but if we can learn to embrace our days every day of the week, to celebrate a day just for being a day, to take something away from it, we can live the time we have. Because that's, that's the only guarantee, is the here and now. Then maybe we can sing a few more songs about Thursday. We can enjoy the moments in between the moments we normally look forward to. We don't have to just live for the weekend. We can live for the here and now. This week's podcast is brought to you by Sliding Across the Linoleum in your socks. That is just a pure and wonderful experience. I, to this day, love sliding across the linoleum or the hardwood floor, any smooth surface in my socks. And I love to try to be James Brown and stick my 
foot out and slide it in. I like to do the Morris Day in the time dance where I oe oe and I kick my feet out side to side. It's just a great thing. It's one of those wonderful pleasures of life. And I love to have music on and be dancing around poorly but confidently. So go out and find yourself some linoleum and slide around a little bit this week. Now from me to you, up top we covered recycled fish and their stewardship efforts. Try to do something to make our world a little more sustainable, to pass it along to the next generation, to try to leave things a little better than we found them. I think that's just a good practice for life. We talked about problem solving. There's a lot that goes into problem solving, but we can start simply by brainstorming, just coming up with ideas and thinking, thinking about how we can be respectful and mindful to others while we're trying to solve our own problems and trying to solve larger societal problems. Talked about songs. Songs about the days of the week. Talked a little bit about the idea of a Thursday and how we can maybe put a little more love and hope and joy and excitement into every day. And then, of course, we capture off with a little sliding around on the linoleum in our, in our socks. That's pretty good living. So until next time, Feel free to reach out, Luke Nielsen Media on the socials, LukeNielsen.com, LukeNielsenMedia at Gmail. Feel free to reach out, stay in touch. Also keep an eye open for some of the videos and audio we're going to be dropping related to Ernest from Earth my middle grade to young adult novel that I often do a poor job promoting, but we're going to put some stuff out there just to share with people. Until next time, love yourself, love each other, love the fight.